The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Get a yeehaw in the chat. It is Wrestling Brain. Well, thank you for joining us on Wrestling Brain, twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain. It's a joyous night. The Hangman Page is the AEW champion. What a pay-per-view. Four hours of wrestling action. Uh, We are going to go through it all. It is just getting started here. That's just the beginning of the night. Let's get a yeehaw going. Full gear is over. Josh, the act out on your end. Uh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was watching Yellowstone all day. That's how heavy I was into tonight. Uh, a huge pay-per-view, AEW full gear. I, I want to say the last one of the year. Am I correct in that saying that, Josh? Yeah, last uh, pay-per-view of the year. I think we'll do one of those tentpole dynamites in between now and the new year. But yeah, in terms of dropping $50, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Tonight would be the night. Welcome to everybody to Wrestling Brain. These are my favorite streams to do on the channel, Zoobs. The pay-per-view recaps, reviews. We're going to be taking your calls later. Thank you to Steven Larson for the raid. Larson's in Disneyland, but Steve putting on a great show there. I watched part of it, so thank you to the friendos who have decided to join us. We're on the road to a 1,000 Brainiacs. If you're feeling nasty, hit follow. If you're feeling even nastier, hit subscribe. We're going to be here with you for the next couple hours, walking you through what I thought was a little bit of an uneven pay-per-view, but with some highs that truly can't be touched. Zoobs, you know what we do around the top here, though. And we'd be remiss if we didn't. Yeah. From the scale of one to seven, one being the worst, seven being the best, what did you Brainiacs in the chat think of tonight's Full Gear pay-per-view? Zoobs were coming off the heels of All Out, which I think was damn near unanimous seven from the people. Let's see if uh, Full Gear managed to sort of match expectations. A different seven on a pay-per-view night than a dynamite seven baby that's a different absolutely different conversation uh i am happy enough uh w- w- you know big time it's, it's, it's a seven for me it's a seven for me because i personally the way i feel and listen if some things lost some some points for you somewhere along the way tonight i get it for me personally there was certain things i was very much looking forward to and in my opinion all the things i was looking forward to delivered to the level that i wanted them to do and well maybe said. even beyond so uh, for me, it's an it's an easy sept, and uh, for our francophone viewers, as we as we hit our CanCon sept for me. Qu'est-ce que c'est mon Moselle? You know what I'm saying? I got that je ne sais quoi going. Oh my, That's my overall review of tonight's show. No, listen, a great night to sit in and watch some wrestling. Uh, as I talked about with you, I mean, listen, pay per view night. You get a lot of wrestling for your wrestling show. A ton no question. Of, a ton of wrestling tonight. Um, if you are one of the people that, like me, I think last year at this time, is is like, it's too long and it's late and I'm tired. Uh, I totally get that too. <laughs> Midnight Eastern. But uh, I think I think the back half of this show delivered in a big way for me. So 
Uh, I'm hyped on the cowboy shit. Give me a big cowboy seven. Zoo's nothing shy of a six, I don't think. Now, the reasons that got certain people down from seven to six, understandable, but varied. I saw some Jericho matches, I bringing it down. I saw the Jay Lethal debut. We'll talk about that. I have some very strong opinions there, but Zoobs, we're going to inverse it, Missy Elliott style, back it up and reverse it tonight. Instead of talking about beginning to end, like we do here every Wednesday after AEW Dynamite, we're going to start with the main event because Hangman Page is your AEW World Heavyweight Champion. The, the win that has been coming for years, the culmination of the most homegrown AEW product in Zoobs. So much to say about this, but I'm going to ask you sort of a pointed question to start our discussion here, if that's all right with you. Is that all right with you? <laughs> you can ask me anything you absolutely need to. I'm, I'm here exactly for that. 2.0 missing on the card, by the way, Narcode says, and I, I would say, yeah. But... I want to taste. My question, Zoobs. Was Hangman Page beating Kenny Omega tonight? And I saw this on the timeline. Too predictable. No. What are we yeah. doing? Water. I knew you'd know. What are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? All right. Just say you don't want to enjoy the show and do something else with your night is all I'm going to say. The, 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 the story got, the, sto- uh, the story's too good. I, I, this is no, this is not for me. This is, I want to be, you know, people, people want it. Uh, that, that upsets me that, that, that that's even a thing that you would bring that into my life. I, ha- I have to watch this stuff with no, I'm Twitter, so sorry. With no I'm Twitter, so sorry. Cause you, I've, I've experienced now at my advanced age, um, not everybody's watching at the same time, right? Now we're staggered and you get Twitter almost too fast nowadays. You used to have to click the thing to reload it. Remember that? And Twitter. now, now you can't help yourself. So I just, here's the next. Brutal. Uh, I would. People, I think, wanted the one winged angel kick out. Everybody sort of talked themselves into that. Um, no I one, no one who listened to our Wednesday show. I didn't expect it um, to happen. But listen, I th- listen. It is huge, huge, absolutely huge uh, moments. It was a huge moment. What are you? What are we doing here? What are we? What are we doing? Uh, great, great question, Zoobs. Uh, another one coming your way. This has been the. Hulk Hogan Sting, the Austin McMahon, the feud sort of at the core of the identity of All Elite Wrestling. And so that sort of two questions arise for me. One, did the win deliver for you? Because you, you think of how much this had to bring to the table. This was the babyface beating the heel for the title after loss, after the tag team breakup, a charted from the beginning of the company to the end of the company. Did this win stir within you the emotions that it needed to, frankly? Yes. I, I was you, – you saw me coming, coming to the room. I was hands in the air. I, I let myself surrender to the moment in these situations. Uh, I try not to overthink it. I just sort of, Am I having fun in this exact moment? And I was. Kenny is so good. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I have to give – he's so good at a lot of things. And I think one of the things he is best at is the, that final sprint when you don't know if there's five minutes left or ten minutes left in a match. And he just like – it's just th- these little bombs are getting flipped in all over the place, and it's tit for tat. Uh, he's so good at that, and he is so good at getting guys into that moment and making it feel like it delivered. Uh, I could see wanting to do without maybe the Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson like that moment. That, yeah, that, you, that, you, that you, far for you. I, I don't. I don't need that. I don't think that needs to be in in there. But uh, I, I was I was big time into the into the into the entire thing. So I actually disagree with you about the Young Bucks spot, uh, Zoobs, and I maybe wouldn't have, but I thought our own Sick Nick had a great take on the our Twitter this week, and of course you can go give us a follow at Wrestling underscore Brain if you want to see more takes like this. 
where he said that he felt the young bucks were basically as entwined with hangman's story for sure as they are as kenny omega is and while that maybe isn't one-to-one true you know there were a tag team and tag team champions i do think that them having their moment to choose to not get involved is at a minimum interesting and at a maximum you can really start to do something with adam cole the elite decay whatever's going to come from here i think that actually plays a pretty massive role in it and they weren't it wasn't so heavily involved in the match itself per se that i had a, a bigger issue with it i thought it was fine yeah i agree with you i, I think it adds to the Just, story personally but yeah maybe not the best piece of acting i'd ever seen in my life let's yeah, jump they, over to the chat had, here they had been in a they had been in a war what do you want what do you want McVander Hughes saying those suplex to the dome were insane to me. Yeah, I mean, working the story of the match is let's work Hangman's head and neck, which is a wild one to undertake, at least on this side of the ocean, if you know what I'm saying, Zoops. Uh, Chilling Ram 3R41 says, I knew him kicking out of the one wing angel wouldn't happen. He didn't need that rub on top of finally winning the title. Save that rub for someone who would really elevate. That's basically my thought surmised. Beating Kenny Omega at this point. Is about as big as you can. I don't know that you there's you could do a whole other thing about kicking out of the one wing angel. And I think we have I think we have a place to go here with the elite. I think you probably posited it on on our Twitter. I think it might have, must have been you on our Twitter account that just positing like Kenny being out of the elite uh, coming up. I think it makes sense to me to be a to be a place that he's going here. Absolutely agree. Uh, YouTube and saying the grander story isn't over yet either. It may not be Kenny versus Hangman, right. but now the story still carries on. Totally, absolutely correct. Especially, especially um, if, as you say, there's somebody else is able to rise to that challenge and and sort of um, put a real rivalry with with Hangman here. Completely, Zeus. Maybe this is going to sound silly, um, but I always thought, you know, I imagine Hangman's win feeling good, being good, being the right story to tell. It had maybe never occurred to me that I might love the match leading up to it. I thought that Kenny and Hangman put on one of the better matches of Kenny Omega's title reign. So first of all, I want to get your opinion on the, the match leading up to the win. And if you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I'll go to the chat too on that one. Did you enjoy this just as an in-ring spectacle? And maybe we can take this as an opportunity to reflect on Kenny Omega's title reign too, as I think it has been something well worth taking in over the course of the past year and a bit. For sure. Yeah, I loved it. I loved a lot of parts of it. Um, we talked in the past about the New Japan heavyweight championship level of match that you have to rise to basically to to be in that sphere and i think they got us there i, I loved the ring post camera takeoff elbow to the mm-hmm. table i thought that was a really never nice... seen that before i don't me, think me either no you don't even think of it uh mm. so I, I appreciated that i i thought it was uh i thought it was great wait what is this question i agree with with Ashley Christian. what is this did you enjoy the match what are you expecting well, people coming in to not enjoy the match no, maybe, okay, maybe I should frame it a little differently. We have a standard for Kenny Omega title matches, and I don't think of his most recent opponents, you would say that Hangman Page is necessarily the best pure ring, in-ring worker of them. You know, he's got your Ray Phoenixes, etc. I only was thinking more of the moment than the match, I guess, but maybe that is silly. Maybe I should have obviously seen that this was going to be a classic coming at a mile away, but I didn't really, to be honest. Yeah, I got to be frank, was never in doubt for me. Um so what, what am I let, thinking? Let me throw it back to you. So then as sure. somebody who was never in doubt, doesn't feel surprised, what what is it for you that um, has you even feeling that way? Well, they managed to, when you have that level of expectation on you, 
it can almost get swallowed in the moment or anything can throw it off. And so when they were executing the beginning of this match is pairing them as equals move for Mm -hmm. move strength for strength this is the tag team partner phase of their match where they're mirrors of one another and can't really get over on one another and the crowd is so in on it and bitten on the slower moments and i feel like that's always the sign that not the sign that it's going to work but definitely a a true great sign and then they were booing callous in a way that didn't feel like oh i'm tired of this interference it's like oh yeah actually i want hangman to be the guy who kicks this uh, kicks Callus's ass for us, so I guess that worked. And then, frankly, I just thought there were well executed moves, getting super up for the Tiger Driver ninety eight, mm. the the Dragon Suplex on the apron. Now again, does AEW have an agenting problem? It absolutely does. How many times are we going to call an apron <laughs> spot tonight? How many times are we going to get middle fingers to the camera? I this main event, I think, should have had the dragon suplex on the apron and the finger and have those moments to its main event. I think every match had one of those two things in it tonight, if I'm not mistaken. I was waiting. I was waiting for Eddie to go to do the shoulders and hit a frog splash in the three amigos. I, I, this is, I mean, it's, it's madness to some degree, right? And we again, talk about that as we get to it. So some of that, I thought took, didn't take away from this match because I greatly enjoyed it. But can you imagine if that was the first apron bump tonight instead sure. of, I think the fourth, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, the blood, I don't know. You got to be careful with that stuff. And I did feel like apron spots and middle fingers were uh, all over the place to me. Absolutely with you. Um, The striking exchanges in this match, uh, notable for me. I thought some really great great exchanges. And and sort of I said earlier, the the way that Kenny is able to layer those things into his matches um, where just like both guys hit a bomb and then the where you think one thing is coming, the opposite happens, and it sort of happens three or four different ways, the combinations of the way it works. Um, I thought that was really well suited and uh, absolutely hit the heights that I had very loftily put up there for it. So, um, yeah, I, I had two hands in the air in, for the for the, for the the painful. The, uh, you, you brought up the TV monitor, or sorry, the TV camera out of the ring post. I thought Hangman, credit to his selling or maybe credit to commentary, actually messed up his knee Me too. on hitting the table. That was an angle where I was like, oh, no, this poor guy. Because these knees, we had Pac on the card tonight, you know, the knee destroyed by a baseball slide of all things. Genuinely had me nervous. Uh, I like, I love the ref running in spot uh, after the long <laughs> so dead eye hold. <laughs> yeah. Not overdone. And uh, yeah, sucker, again, I thought a the classic match here. Now, not my match of the night, Zooms. <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta be the best match of the night to be my match of the night. And we'll get to that later. Was this yours? No, uh, it was not. I think we know what may be. Let me ask the chat. Was this your match of the night? By yeah. and large? I'm interested to know. I, I meant to ask off the top while we were doing the one to seven. I wanted to sort of get people sort of rapid fire, throw out some high points. Uh, we, we will get to that throughout the. Ashton Kutcher uh, saying that, oh, sorry, loaded that, that Excalibur was a huge part of this match. Yeah, not only during the match, but in the talk over during Kenny's entrance, he and JR telling the story of this tag team, of these brothers broken up, of the elite at Hall. I thought they were great together telling this story. It really was a lot of ground to cover while still letting Kenny's entrance breathe in its own way. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a great call to, to point out because a, a bit of an up and down. It seemed like for the first hour and a half of this Review like Jr. was like, I can't believe I had to come here tonight. Like, <laughs> like he seemed yeah. to not be the only person on the planet who didn't enjoy the first hour and a half of this card was happened to be the lead yeah. commentator. Great. <laughs> uh, Sex J saying Darby MJF, their yeah. match of the night. Uh, a couple of people saying this is 
their match of the night. Fruits are like not match of the night, but definitely a match of the year contender. Uh, if Eddie would have beat Punk, that would have been my match of the night, says Double X 307, but he didn't. This one was match of the night. So, yes, split. There were some people who had this. I can see uh, I can see the argument for a lot of those. I, I certainly, sure. as Darby MJF was on, I was like, this is going to be tough to top throughout the course of the evening. I mean, and they gave it some time, too. We'll talk about that, of course, coming up. Anything else you want to say about this main event, Zoobs, before uh, we work our way down the card and on to the next part of the evening? No, I I, I think uh, very fulfilling. Felt feels feels good to be in the Hangman Championship <laughs> universe. Man, listen, Hangman Page against against Brian Danielson is your next is on paper your next. That's a that doggle hunt. You know what I mean? Zoobs, I might do a little thing I like to call an impromptu keep keep it or kick it. That's where I think of a keep it or kick it off the top of my head, like I just did. Zoobs, are you down for our first keep it or kick it of the evening? So you're so good at delivering that people probably think that you are spontaneously coming up with them anyway. But the matter of fact is oh, no. tons of you do you do focus groups, you do I mean, a punch up, you have a group of writers come in that are professional it's comics true. and they usually can't get anything out of them because they're already so good. But you do a lot of work on these keeper kickers. People, you know, people sometimes they try and send in a keep it or kick it. It's like, listen, you can, you can tell a rookie from a pro on that one, Zoom, but I will explain <laughs> what we're doing with keep it or kick it because you say, might be here. I'm going to, I know you wanted to gloss over that. I'm in the mood. I'll, I'll just say it. Um, people's recommending keep it or kick it's to you or our like wrestling brain Twitter account. Yeah. I would say the batting average is like Oof. It's below 10%, I would say. Yeah. In terms of like them being like, Anything at all. Thoughtful prompts that could go either way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, Zooms. I don't think you're being too harsh there. Uh, let's talk about it. Thank you, good friend Jake. Thank you for McVander here showing that if you go over to your emotes bar and you're a subscriber, you will see your kick emote. You will see your keep emote. And that means that it's time for me to ask Zoobs and you, the Brainiacs, in the chat. A wrestling prompt from tonight's pay-per-view. Well, you will say if you want to keep that prompt, it means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you want to kick that prompt. Means you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Zoom's the first keep it or kick it tonight. This prompt, this statement, Hangman Page will have a cons- the shortest AEW World Heavyweight title run so far. <laughs> I think that's probably that's probably accurate. I think I'm going to keep that one. We've had mostly lengthy title runs yeah. in AEW, be it Chris Jericho, John Moxley. Anytime, Kenny Omega. A, anytime a guy's like, I want to be a fighting champion and defend this as often, often as I can. It's always like, oh, be the long title runs. Got to be smart. It's got to be the way to do it. Uh, now, is there some fair concern that Hangman might be one of these baby faces who's better chasing than being chased? We'll see. Well, I, I mean, listen, I, I would love to kick this and have this be a super lengthy run and he... Uh, really establishes himself as as being the top guy, but it is tough sledding at the top of this card right now. He, he's getting the reactions like anybody else. He's putting on uh, mm-hmm. the performances like anybody else, getting put in the spots like anybody else. Um, let's see what being champion does for him. I think it might be something where, you know, so so much part of the appeal with the anxious millennial cowboy, the 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 trouble he's had to get here. Uh, it's an interesting thing to. Maybe fighting that off again. Maybe going through that again. Maybe maybe old patterns emerge. There's a lot of ways to go with this, and uh, see. Soobs, just for people who are here right now, we do need to make mention that we'll be giving away a pro wrestling tease card at some point during the show tonight. A little bit of uh, trivia about something related 
to tonight's pay-per-view coming up. We'll also be getting to your calls. We'll be through the pay-per-view, and you, of course, can be heard. You'll get four minutes on the clock. Come be heard about AW Dynamite and Zooms. Do we also want to find a way to give away this wrestling brain grinder tonight? Boy, this is going to be absolutely difficult, but let's do it. Let's, let's find if a you're way. Inter- if you're interested in winning this grinder after the pro wrestling tease, we'll, we, can, we can find a way. That'll be for the real late heads on tonight's show, Zooms. We got to keep it or kick it out of the way. Looks about 80% to me keeps people thinking it's going to be a short run, at least relatively, for the hangman. Would I would agree with that? A lot of, there's a lot of, every other run's been very long. Okay. Absolutely. Sam Fells saying, Moxley's was actually a little distorted because it was during the pandemic. Yeah, it's definitely hard to keep track of, but I mean, you look at the numbers, it's a long run. Take the lesson from Naito, or from New Japan, taking the belt off Naito comically soon. I'm still pissed. Jason saying, get to give him a chance to be the guy. Let him beat Danielson, Miro, and Cole. Yeah, I think he will beat those guys. I think he's got to be Pac and Jericho first, though. Mm. Yeah, you do. Have, I think I think you do have to pay off the him beating Jericho again. It's got to happen at some point. Zoops, the co-main event on tonight's card to the, I'll say, outright anger of people on our Twitter feed. The Inner Circle taking on Dan Lambert, Junior Dos Santos, Andre Orlovsky, and the men of the year, all ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky. Zoops, was this good or bad? I, I you know. Little thing called pacing. Need to. Uh, I thought it was an interesting. Listen, there was it was pretty clear that you had some veterans guiding some rookies around the ring uh, in a spot in a in a match that revolves around a bunch of different stunt spots. Obviously, like get that that out of the way. Uh, you know, it was it was fine. It 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 had some fun moments. I thought there were there was some fun use of mm-hmm. some of the guys. I thought Arlovsky had had some good moments working with uh, Ethan Page. I thought Ethan Page actually, for me, of anybody in this match, yeah, the probably, shoulder block to the ground probably cool. probably looked the best of anybody in the match is probably Ethan Page. So um, that was my biggest like guy that popped for me. So it was fine, maybe maybe a, a half a hair too long, but not not egregiously so for me. No matter what a person thought of this match, you, you could have made it go one star up. Just like this. How do you not have Dan Lambert cut a one-minute promo at the start of this match? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. How do you I not know. just give no, him the mic I know for one joking. minute as they're walking out? You're telling me that wouldn't have gotten more heat on the match? Because I thought the match was... Uh, listen, I thought AEW showed its ass a little bit on getting a little sloppy at points tonight um, on this show. Be it some of the agent thing I've mentioned, this match, another match we'll get to. I didn't hate this match as much as some people. I thought the Prince symbol was, I don't know, kind of stupid. It's like, I don't feel like Prince would like this. <laughs> and uh, everything in the match was uh, had been invented in wherever they were. Minnesota, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Jericho, you always have to accept that you're, a certain percentage of what you're going through is going to be comedy. You're right. Yeah, no, you're, you are right about that. I just, I, I don't know how much clear like these things make me feel like jim Cornette or something where it's it's like there, eventually there is too much yeah eventually you're just it's just guys doing moves and you're just trying to catch like the most exciting thing that oh what's what's the big what's the biggest thing going on i thought this match was pretty bad for Kurt to junior de santos who i did think looked really good in this match right up until the end where jerk got to pause on the lion salt to be like come punch me <laughs> and sammy with the like Incredibly large ladder, like comically large ladder for that spot. For the men of the year, I don't know. To me, that's always like that gets, that gets down to like the why things are happening always. I guess he's just a stunt guy. 
that he, he loves to do huge spots. I was like, man, the gigantic ladders for Scorpio Sky? Have they ruined your life that much? Yeah, it's... Uh, Welfare Heels, a first-time shouter. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Dan Lambert did a great Heenan impression during this match. Down to the jumpsuit. Yeah, he was definitely the most hated or loved thing in this match. Uh, and did a, I thought he did a good job of his role. I, Again, I think there was a way you could have built this match to really be about, I want somebody to kill Dan Lambert, and I can't get through these enforcers to do it. I really think that should have been the story of the match, but the street fight element just kind of maddened everything was everywhere and then yeah. sometimes you get lambert in the ring with one person and then the crowd would be able to sort of focus in and then you could get something going but i thought this would have been better done in like an elimination match or even a straight tag match or something where something yeah. Oh, yeah. where everyone's out and lambert has to play because in something like this i don't know i thought yeah. there were, i thought there was a more interesting way of saying this and you get you, you have a little like you have Guys just like pacing around the outside doing nothing. You had it also tough on a night when you also had a very similar uh six man with with the jungle with Luch with the jungle express and, and super click. It's like they sort of had the same exact same kind of match. So it's sort of like, all right, well, we saw the young bucks do this already. We don't need <laughs> I don't need Junior yeah. Dos Santos doing it. And this is the thing, especially the, the false count anywhere and the street fight being on the card tonight and both being the multi-man matches. It just, again, seems like a, a, a lack of overhead planning on these shows that I think could really do a lot. Death by a thousand cuts sort of thing where it's like, I really think if you short up a lot of these things, I'm not saying I enjoyed tonight's card a great deal. I thought it was another great pay-per-view shown by AEW, but there were spots that I think, OK, you can add a little bit here by just paying a little bit of uh attention and things like that that's all yeah uh before that zoops thank god uh aw did not tease this as a, a debut or some sort of announcement they just announced on the pay-per-view that tony Schiavone was going to be saying something important and zoops that something important was a new signee to the aw roster chat zoops our second keeper to the kick it is very easy tonight a short prompt Second keep it or kick it tonight, Zoobs. Jay Lethal in AEW. Kick for me. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe the chat will be kinder, Zoobs. Maybe of the chat all, will be Of kinder. all the people available currently, he's <laughs> extremely ooh, low ooh, on the on ooh, the I want. He's getting beat up a little bit. Cardenza with Jay. Looking like a looking like ooh, a nineties rap ooh, 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 Just ooh, beat down. Ooh. To beat down. This is the this is the uh, PWG version of the Bucks. Everyone was critical of all these kicks. It's ridiculous. I've never been a Jay Lethal guy. Don't don't at all care that he's going to be here. Don't know. Like you said, Zoobs. And again, if you want to hear how AW should use ROH talent. Head over to patreon.com slash J0SHC. I booked an ROH invasion behind my paywall. And let me tell you, there was no, I, you, you would have thought Jay Lee doesn't exist to go listen to that piece of Patreon content. <laughs> uh, not, not for me, especially, Zoops. The crowd did seem into it. So there you go. Ashton Kutcher saying Jay Lethal, more like JP full. God, his ass gone. No coming back from that. Uh, not in again. Couldn't have. You could have. Anybody else could have walked with that. I've been like, oh, I got, I got, I got pretty much nothing. Uh, man, you talk about things that announcements for the next week that don't get you hype. 
Jelly Bull against Sammy Guevara. <laughs> it made me long. I think it was actually Ashton Kutcher on Twitter who said it made him long for the Darby or Miro days. I forget How which one, not? but I was having the exact same thought when I saw that was the matchup. TNT not even on the show tonight. Well, I my I, my only argument for that would be that the show wasn't on TNT. Damn, 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 saying, please mention he was accused of sexual harassment. I have, I have no clue if that's if that's true or not, but there you go. No, it sounds like about it, so word for it, more, more or less. Sure. Uh, perfectly good, John Gresham, right there. Says flats three. Yeah, that's you. Uh, <laughs> you could not get John Gresham in there quickly enough. <laughs> Next day, pointing out Jay Lethal versus Cody Rhodes going to put you to sleep. Almost exact. <laughs> almost almost definitely a match that's going to happen. God, it seems like the worst possible matchup. I, I hate. Just, I'll say this one thing. One last thing. I, yeah, I go hate. Ahead. I just really don't like the feeling thing for a number of reasons. Is it? It does seem it's the sort of thing that like when people have the really narrow sighted like complaints about AEW, that's generally a very good product. I hate when they're when they have these things that are right, and it's like, yeah, no, I totally like. Yeah, yeah they shouldn't have done that. I, I yeah. wish they hadn't signed him because I don't like any of the matchups. Exactly What's what I don't the want them to do. It's exactly what I don't want them to do. I don't want to be like, hmm, a little impact energy on my screen right now. Never what I want to have happen. And that was some of the complaints that I had during the uh, the MP Arena era. Is the matches like you, you would get uh, two guys from an Impact pay per view from 10, twelve years ago, and you're like, eh, I don't know if Kazarian and Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> I wow! I don't know if this is what I. But oh. super crazy about the Kazarian Daniels. Zooms, how could you? I know. That was an early people really didn't like uh the the disrespect I used to give Frankie Frankie Cass. <laughs> we, we still owe Will. We owe Will a, yeah. a whole post show talking about Kazarian. Yeah. Never gonna happen. Zoops, let's spend the next hour and a half or so talking about Eddie Kingston or CM Punk. A short video package plays us into the match. I thought that they should have shown more of the the rampage segment. How how is there not? Are we not learning lessons left and right in pro wrestling? Are we not learning that promos are actually a huge part of match quality? Are people ready to get rid of the the, the flippy narrative yet? Are we ready to just be like, oh, people fighting for reason rules? Actually, neither of these guys could do a flip. Who gives a shit? Easy match of the night delivered on their fantastic, fantastic match. CM Punk out to the ring in the boxing shorts that he would have worn in the damn UFC if they didn't have that stupid-ass Reebok deal at the time. What did you think of the boxing shorts on the Punk Man suits? I, lo- I-, I loved the look because uh, I loved that uh, Punk has had a completely different look for all his matches depending on what he has to do in the match. And this was one where like it was he was going to have to be a, a, the better striker and he was going to have to be faster for the first time, basically. Right. Other than, other than maybe, I guess, Hobbs, but like... It's very clear that his yeah. game plan was going to have to be being faster and more agile. And that, was, that came into play multiple times throughout the match. I love that he was dressed for the occasion, came in looking like a striker, um, especially knowing how basically how emotional Eddie was going to be and how he was obviously going to start out uh, very physical and brawl it up. Um, I love that he has sort of seemingly has a game plan going in every single time. <laughs> Eddie's a hero for getting in there. It's the UFC main eventer. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So a couple things, and there's just so much to address about this match, but a couple things. 
These guys knew from go what was important. They could barely be kept away from each other from go. This was not CM Punk playing up cult of personality. This was not Eddie Kingston who gave a shit about any music. Sex J saying that this is, as a non-hardcore wrestling watcher, Eddie Kingston is one of the people that has his attention. How could he not at this point? Wrestling is not about the kicks and the punches. It's about the timing. It's about the stakes. This match had this aplenty. You could feel what they were saying about each other in the weeks leading up playing out in real time. Eddie may have been a little, what did he say? Because I like to eat a little much. Could Punk get him up? It was a huge moment when Punk finally got him up for the side slam because he couldn't do it earlier in the match. He had to beat Eddie down a little, but he was the bigger man. Uh, there was a street fight on this card that we just talked about, Zooms. Uh, who had the better street fight? Eddie Kingston and CM Punk or the Inner Circle and American Top Team? Who had something that felt more like a street fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a street fight. I loved... Uh... Listen, I, 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 there's, there's, you know, I see Ashley Kutcher saying match felt like it ended halfway through. I, I think at the time it was a sort of talk that it maybe thought he ended it a little quick. I loved um, Punk basically having him in the, in the, you know, Muay Thai sort of lock and laying in some strikes and getting booed. The Thai plum. Seeing, like, acknowledging it, hearing it, and being like, fuck you guys, like, a few more strikes and then the finish. Uh, I thought that was really effective for me, frankly. Yep. Um, versus feeling sort of that it sold short. That that to me was very much like, oh, that a moment is happening here, and we're we're, we're having a a growth. And I said to you, um, in between here, uh, we talked every basically every week. We come in here, and people some people mention somewhere here or there, you know, when's CM Punk gonna drop the? What's it gonna take for him to turn heel? This is a thing that's happened so many times. It's like he's white hot right now. It's basically like you know, ride this as long as you possibly can. And it's like the answer to getting CM Punk booed is ten minutes with Eddie Kingston. No, like done. No, <laughs> like, well, I guess that's not hard at all. I guess it's actually incredibly easy to do. I guess we have all that. you have to do is have Eddie Kingston on your roster. Um, and like Eddie not having the endurance is part of it, right? It's that's the fact that it was short and. It, Feels like we didn't get enough Eddie like starring in it and, and being the that that's everything is sort of it's, it's all coming to life. It's that that's the reality of Eddie's situation, unfortunately. But Eddie did have asshole moments, which were treat listen, I don't want to hear a fucking word about Cody Rhodes and the shades of gray. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. I mean, if you're watching tonight, you're like, oh, this guy. I mean, you're you're out to lunch. Uh here is the shades of gray. CM Punk is outstriking. Eddie Kingston cleanly and the crowd. Oh, 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 what is it? He pokes him in the eye. Huge pop crowd. Eddie, Eddie pokes him in the eye. Punks on offense again. Two hand slap from Eddie Kingston. Like, this is the stuff that's working for Eddie. Being a dickhead and the crowd is eating it up because they're, they are the Eddie. They understand that as the underachiever, he might need to cheat to win and they might need to cheat to win. Uh, two compelling guys who understand deeply what they need to do. What a, Was there a better visual available for this feud than CM Punk bloody-faced on the ground? Eddie wipes it off his face and wipes it on his own BJ Penn style. I mean, madness going on. Two guys who are showing you that caring is cool. Like, making you care and them acting like they care and treating it like it's real is the better way to have a pro wrestling match. Uh, the moment... Sorry, Zoops, I'm just going on and on here, but... The, the moment, I'm sure you remember this, they're both exhausted sitting in the opposing turnbuckles. 
CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. Then they both slowly rise. Then they just charge each other with perfect timing, meet in the center of the ring, and it's on again. The crowd, both these guys, I mean, it's it's uh, master conductors playing an orchestra in physical theater. It's unstoppable. It's moving. Uh, people saying that, the, I think it was Ashton Kutcher saying that they're, wasn't a meaningful payoff to them without Eddie winning. This ain't over. He doesn't shake the hand. He doesn't learn the lesson. Punk, Punk can give the rub in wins better than most people on their roster right now. I thought this was magnificent. Uh, some comments from Chain Wallet owner. Such a unique crowd reaction. It wasn't Nakamura's aim, but they were excited to be to see both guys. Honestly, it seemed like they were changing their minds yeah. to who they were voting for. Very great point. Who said that? Uh, Chain Wallet owner. A great yeah. one. Great um, point. Welfare heels. What do you think about this? I'll throw this at you. Eddie has to win at some point or these blood feuds aren't going to matter, though. What do you think of that? I mean, that's literally true of every wrestler. Yes, he needs to win at some point. Can he take more losses than virtually anybody on the roster? Because as long as he gets a microphone the next Wednesday, he's going to retain overness a la the Rocker McFoley. Yes. I guess the, the as, as Pace File points out, and you pointed out this week, can you think of the Eddie Kingston win that... Uh... <laughs> like has mattered at all <laughs> certainly hasn't had any deteriorating if anything they've only gotten more com uh, compelling but uh ray wise is otherwise yeah i mean he's not <laughs> super natural <laughs> yeah well yes if eddie kingston was bray wyatt i wouldn't be saying that but luckily he's eddie kingston that's uh, that's the big difference there is one's bray wyatt suits and the uh, other and i mean listen before we um Move on, because like, I think you said a great piece, and I don't have... I have so much more to say. Okay, good. Uh, I wanted to sort of point out, just in general, just to, the general, like, truly to take a minute and appreciate how incredible it is that Eddie Kingston is getting the equal CM Punk pop. Uh, just a few months into, into CM Punk's return. We've, we, we, when we sat here and we talked about all these young guys, he's coming through, and, and, and what a great moment it is, and how it's helping these guys... You know, it's going to help Darby. It's going to help Hobbs. It's going to help everybody. It's like Eddie Kingston's matching him in chance. In, in no, November of 2021, Eddie Kingston and CM Punk to a raucous, raucous crowd and a, a fever across the internet over the last week and a half. It's been the, people coming out of the woodwork to be like, Eddie Kingston needs to win on Saturday. Like people you never expected to care one iota about any of this. It's like, oh. I guess uh, Eddie Kingston's the only thing I'm going to think about. Well, and like Chain Wallet owner pointed out, even when CM Punk managed to bring the cheers to his side, and he did plenty during this match, Kingston could get them right back. It wasn't even a thing where they, they wanted Eddie to win, but then the master CM Punk brought them in and did his thing. There was a, a, a push and pull in ring that I thought was genuinely special. Zoobs, let me ask you in the chat a question. Don't, don't look this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly you nasty casties. Don't look this up. Where's oh, the yeah, fun in that? They will. They can't. Don't do, don't do it. They want everything. No fun whenever, for they want everything on their own time. These podcast listeners, right? Whenever I want to listen yeah. to it, is when I listen to it. They say the least they could do is give it five stars on Spotify or Apple or whatever the fuck they're listening to it on. Zoobs. Before the GTS pinfall, how many kickouts do you think there were in tonight's match between Eddie Kingston and CM Punk? How many times did one of them hit a move? And the other one went, hooked the leg, and the ref either went one, or he either went one, two, and the guy got out. I want to ask the chat. They, he hit the Cena moveset. 
of course, the incredible highlight of the match doing the, the moves of doom out of the punk man. He hit two GTSs. But how many kickouts were there? Do you have an answer for this? No, I'm wondering. I have a feeling it's it's basically zilch, though. I would say there was maybe one. I don't remember it, though. Did Eddie get a kick out? I don't know. It's, uh, zero to my recollection. I, 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 I don't believe that. I don't believe so. I mean, I know they were all used up in MJF Darby with the, the ball spot. But... <laughs> um, Good. Yeah, I'd love to know the answer. I'm going to go back and rewatch tomorrow. Um, you figured out how we're but... giving away this prize yet? Yes. Do you want to? I thought maybe that. I thought maybe that was the prize. Frankly, that's why I brought it up. I thought maybe you knew. Oh, but that's smart. That's I'm smart. so sorry. It's okay. It was not that. I derailed it. I'm sorry. They're saying zero. Like a lot of zeros. Had to be zero. All right. So, is there anything else you want to say about this match? Did you go crazy from doing Cena's moves? I, I went crazy for all of it. I had a great. I had a great time. I had a great time. <laughs> It's, it's awesome. Just an awesome time and what it's all about, as I said. Easy match of the night for me. Easy. Simple. Sometimes it really is just that easy. So it's Tay Conte challenging for Britt Baker's AEW World Heavyweight Championship here. Um, I think I like this maybe less than most people's oobs. I'm sorry to report. I thought it was a, I thought it was a positive night for Tay Conti is sort of what I what I got okay. I thought there was um I think it was sort of visible with, with her character I think there was like a, a bit of a visible character of like she was nervous to do some things like she there was like the the moonsault off the top was like a nervous like pray that I hit this like she sort of seemed out of her element and then there was a moment she where she grabs the wrist control and lays in some kicks where you sort of see her get past that and be like I have to get to this next level if I'm if this is going to be what I do. So I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. As I said on Wednesday, I thought I had the chance to over deliver. So it did mm -hmm. for me. I because I you know Conti can get into that sometimes you get some like the Flintstone running where you're just sort of running in place waiting for the, <laughs> yeah. the thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Flintstone running. I thought it was a I thought it was a positive step for her and I thought it was a a good uh a good Brit defense. I'd agree with with Hartnote. One of the better Brit Brit defenses. So I don't know if you remember this, but we said when all ego Ethan Page challenged Darby Allen for the TNT title that Ethan Page did about as good as the job as you can of making us think, wow, he might win this match. At the beginning of a match, we thought there's there's zero percent chance that they would ever put it on Ethan Page to take it off Darby here. I feel like that's the sign maybe of a, the, the best case scenario of an A side B side title match like this. And I feel like this match fell pretty short of that. I don't feel like I ever thought Tay Conti was going to meaningfully have a shot at winning this. Am I being negative? Or did you think that this, while good, was pretty much one-way Britt Baker traffic? Yeah, I didn't expect Tay Conti to do anything to win this. But, I mean, because I didn't expect that, it not happening didn't, uh, didn't like, change my opinion of it anyway. I guess is sort of what I mean by that, right? Whereas I sort of went totally in and I was like, what I hope happens here is that Tay is able to take a step visibly. And I thought that did happen. So that's where my basically satisfaction with, with what came out of this uh, comes from. I thought Tay's pile driver looked really good. I thought some of the grappling exchanges near the end looked really good. I thought Britt Baker feels like a pay-per-view wrestler. 
somebody that should be behind a paywall big time filling the arena i liked the hyper brazil entrance for uh tay conti mm-hmm. the war paint on but, the face as well yeah but ultimately i just thought the the match itself was a little a little slow on the offense a little wait for one another i don't know i, I just wasn't able to buy in like i was hoping to and i i love tay conti and think that she has the world in front of her and has already come so far from uh, the nxt days but Maybe maybe just not quite there yet for me. In an apron spot, which I know you were saying there wasn't enough of. I, I'm, not tell- I'm telling you, I think there was either that or a middle finger in every match today. It was either. <laughs> maybe the best of the bunch, for my money, was in this match. It was a pretty nice one. Well, there you go. Um, where does Tay Conti go from here, Zoobs? Uh, is she going to be more focused with Anna Jane, maybe supporting a title crusade with her? Does she move all the way down the card again? Or is this somebody who you think will exist in the Statlander, Rosa, uh, Ruby Soho, sort of number one, all, constant number one contenders of the AW Women's Division? No, I think we'll probably see, she might be somebody that, that rises to a challenge in the TBS sort of, Range, I think, is probably what, is what I could see being a pretty quick thing, especially as, uh, you know, if it ends up being a Jade thing and we see Rosa move up to this spot that it seems like is, is w- what is next with Rosa as the real challenge to Brit, I think it's yeah. probably the play. Um, so yeah. I think she'll shuffle back into, you know, a top five uh, baby face on that side. Tag run with Anna J makes sense. Maybe, you know, um, being part of a, a little group that rallies around Thunder Rosa to help her fight off the cronies and unseat. Britt Baker, ultimately, I think that's probably the path that I would say I expect. I'm with that. Yeah. Yep. I like all those answers. Uh, Ilni Hockey saying, just ran the Eddie Punk match back on DVR. Zero pinfall attempts until the finish. Folks, that's a fight. Talk about two GWGs. Can we get the braids in the chat for CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, please? And of course, if you're here for the first time, we would love if you would hit a follow. If you're here for the second time, hell, why don't you consider buying yourself for somebody else's subscription and if you love amazon prime maybe you have that service and you're like ah why must i give money to jeff bezos give it to us instead and this goes for you too nasty casties on the podcast head on over to twitch.tv slash wrestling brain hit subscribe with prime it couldn't be easier to give us part of your coin from amazon prime that's a that's a guilt-free experience if there ever was one you've already paid for the prime at that point so all you can do already done the deed all you can do is reduce the percentage that they that they give to us by not giving it to us. And that is a percentage that we'd like to keep as right. low as possible, Zeus, if you know what I'm saying. And of course, thank you to all the new followers tonight uh, as well. Zoobs? Ugh. Maybe you can just talk about this one. I, no I, one wants to no I, one wants to hear me talk about Cody anymore. I can't really talk about this one much. I this was my strategic take the dog out, wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be strategic in my night, and this was at nine forty-five. I, I nailed this bad boy. <sighs> we love Amazon and Jeff Bezos, don't we, folks? Says good friend Joe. Chain wallet owners say Bezos rules. <laughs> um, Malachi Black and Andrade Elidolo taking on. Can they coexist? The ragtag team. No way. I mean, one of the only, one of the very few damn near unanimous picks in my Patreon picking pool was for Black and Andrade tonight. But alas, we're led astray. Cody and Pac can coexist. They get the win here. Um, yeah, the crowd loved this one. 
slapped <laughs> together. What are, we, what are we doing for the second time tonight? This is I didn't get this from this jump, which is why I was like, I actively detached myself mentally from this match. I was like, I don't know why this is happening. Don't want to see it much. Uh, uh, this is everything we criticize. The, the, can they coexist? Why are they fighting? This is everything we don't like all put together for me personally. With with guys that I generally enjoy, I, I would love to see Andrade. I'd love to see Malachi Black. Love to see Pac. It's very hard to get seventy five percent of the match guys. I would basically generally say I don't see them do it just with anything. Well, you just throw them together for no reason and put it on pay per view. Doesn't make it doesn't make a ton of sense. What are we doing? Let's say a couple good things, I suppose. Uh, I like the pairing of Malachi Black and Andrade. Like they have that odd couple, but they work well together. I think the styles are nice. Uh, a couple good striking exchanges between uh, Pac and Malachi Black. Of course, if you haven't seen their UK tournament match when they're Tommy End and Neville, that one's well worth watching. I think 30 minutes of those two had sort of shades of that. The I would dodging the kicks. I would like to see them, and they won't because the characters. But you just made me think about like the their pairing working together. I was like, it would be neat if they explored the like. We are friends through my wife. Like, yeah. that's, right? Like, that's my wife's friend. I agree. <laughs> like, you know, has that ever been done in wrestling? We all know that. We all no, know that. I don't that think guy. it's ever done in real life. We it's an know, interesting we dynamic. <laughs> we all. It's like, yeah. Selena, you got, you got the opposite of a type. Yeah. <laughs> this is my wife's friend from work. You're like, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, so. So the crowd doesn't know what to do. They're quiet for most of the match besides booing Cody. Tough for Pac to be treated like a baby face as he saves Cody. Andrade even cheating, getting cheered. I mean, I know people love this. It's a guy who's not turning heel and it rules, see? I thought this match suffered from Cody's weird alignment involvement. Uh, I saw our own Paul, who I think is great, of course. You should watch him on Friday, saying the same people who got it wrong about Cena got it, are getting it wrong about Cody. Uh, that seems like absurd revisionist history if you are making the claim that like the Cena 2009 to 13 run was good at all. Uh, love you, Paul, but what the? Uh, this is, you're right in drawing that comparison where the super booed baby face is beating and making it impossible for anybody, any of the heels he's facing to get over. But not for me, this one, Zeebs. I kind of felt bad for the, the great part. There's basically not a, pairing of these guys that i don't want to watch if the crowd was just not here for this one it's shades of gray it's a metaphor yeah well i'm i'm too <laughs> dumb i suppose you know it must be an iq thing yeah i'm you're... just not i'm not picking up on the 40 chess of why it's actually good for baby faces <laughs> to wrestle heels and be deeply booed it takes, a certain, it takes a certain level I'm the kind of guy I watch. I watch a, a cardona gauge you know and i see oh everybody in the building wants the one guy to die and i love that but then you see, it's like, oh, it... the difference that Cena was champion. Cody is lower on the card. But that is different. There's no no getting around that. He's the EVP. Don't forget it. We are we are welfare heels. We are heels. Welfare heels with a tier one sub. We love to see. Uh, Thank you, welfare heels. There's another one in there as well um, that I missed. Oh, oh, a sub train is close. Somebody use bits. So uh, give me the. Take a hit bits or somebody subscribe. Let's get a hype train going. That's a pay-per-view night. We love you. Let's Heart do note, it. Cadenza also with some subs. Missed that earlier. Thank you so I much. I was so hyped when I Scoots Brodo resubbed with Prime for six months. Follow Scoots Brodo. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, on the on the website Twitter, I mean. Big Mac with a Prime sub. Thank yeah. you, Big Mac. My apologies, folks. I was so hyped up. 
shot out of a cannon. Zoobs, I did think the show for at least me. Thank you, Pacefall. Let me ask you if that counts towards a hype train. I guess the answer is yes, because we hit a hype train. I didn't know the answer. Life is good. I love these post pay per view shows. Uh, you'll have a limited time to earn uh, exclusive emotes. What it's all about. <laughs> it sure is. There's nothing like an exclusive emote. YouTube and Cody built this bank, Cena, just worked at the bank and was employee of the month every month for a decade. Yeah, I mean, Cody's also gone to to shoot Go, go Big Show, which I, I know Zooms loves go big, going big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going from here. Pac does pick up the pin. Or I don't know if he's moving on. Him and Andrade are going to solve the death triangle business once and for all in singles. It, did you get any sort of clear direction here? Well, God, we couldn't be possibly doing Cody and Malachi Black again, could we? I don't have the slightest clue. Again, sort of real blind spot in the old brain The super click. <laughs> it sounded like 100 years old there. The super click. <laughs> the super click. <laughs> yeah. The, the Young Bucks are out without Cole doing the Super Kick Party, which I would consider among the worst songs on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Adam Cole, uh, it's all about the boom with a song that I can barely believe still is not the Undisputed Era song. I mean, it's, I, I suppose you're allowed to do that. They copied the um, homework. <laughs> take it on Jurassic Express in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, it did occur to me, Zoobs, we did a Keep It or Kick It on Wednesday show, and of course, if you're enjoying this show, we do this every Wednesday after Dynamite uh, with segments, we play games, we have guests, we take calls, it's a lot of fun. A-Double Dudes every Wednesday here, and of course, give us a follow at Wrestling underscore Brain Zoobs. Everybody was keeping a, a Jungle Boy repackage, but it was nice with the big crowd. The, the Jurassic Express theme does get the, oh, 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 oh. so maybe, maybe you'd have to keep that, or it'd be a big return uh, to their Jingle Boy in there tonight for the street fight. Um, what did you think of this one, Zoops? Uh, I, again, I, I felt I felt on the more negative side than people. What did you think of this one? I think I'm with you. Uh, uh oh. Well, listen. Not 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 that there's any. It's one of those one of those things where like I I have a couple things, but in a specific in a, in a larger way, it's like it's all very impressive and all very cool. But it's sort of I get to a point with this where I'm like, all right, someone's gonna have to get like shot in the head or hit by a truck, obviously, right? Like it's <laughs> yeah. obviously nothing. I see... Anderson is what I'd say to that. Obviously nothing I see is going to do it. Uh, I knew that we were going to have the, eventually we get, we got the, what the coming of age of jungle boy, giant pair with the, with the concerto. I think I thought it got, uh, it could edit out five to seven and a half minutes of this, of, of just like we're running around a bit of hamster wheel in here a little bit. The Again, dinosaur, like, uh, Uchisaurus, <laughs> with, with the shooting star off the ramp was freaking wild. Yeah, I mean, that spot was good, but again, sort of lost in a sea of people doing things. Like, did this match really need two planned out big tack reveals? Like, twice? You, you, you fill Jungle Boy's mouth up with it, which I thought was cool, and then you do the kicks, and the I thought, that's a cool spot. And then they get the bag, and he's got the knee sleeve that has tacks through it. It was like, uh, and meanwhile, somebody else is going through a table. It's like if everything's at 10, you can't hear anything. 
the, the best, the most impressive thing to me, and I, I've told this story before, so I won't belabor it, but on my, one of my birthday shows, I was, you know, on, on all manner of substance uh, on, on the booze, and I saw Luchasaurus wrestle 25 minutes in our local uh, center, our local event here, did that standing uh, shooting star press from the apron to the floor. I was blown away by the guy. I'm a Luchasaurus guy. I thought he was good, but by that point, just... I felt I was like I was barely following the match. I, I don't know. No, this this I'm picky because like this isn't my match style. This isn't the things that get me out of it. If you're gonna go this wild, I need a light tube going into someone's head. The mid zone does nothing for me. Uh, I thought this one was all over the place. Yeah, definitely. Guys hard, doing moves. Definitely hard to track. Uh, yeah, for for me, it's it sort of with with this style of match, I I would rather it end. Uh, feel like feel like wanting more than like they completely emptied the bag and then brought out a new bag and emptied that and then got a new like it sort of as you said it sort of disappears into the into the ether something like that luchasaurus move should feel like a it did not feel like a blowaway spot of the show the gif exploding on twitter afterwards yeah lost up to two tax spots now i will give them some credit so many false count anywhere matches just end up being in the ring until they brawl backstage. This match took advantage of being a six man that was false count anywhere. Now, did that mean the cameraman was missing out on pinfalls that the crowd was seeing and we weren't? Yes. Uh, but were they at least all over the arena going for pinfalls in interesting spots using it? I thought it was, uh, I thought that part was really cool. What do you think of the concerto of fate that we end up getting here? The jungle jack being like, I'll do it. Or, or yeah. How does yeah. that, that hit your lips? So are we still leaning to him and Christian Cage? And I guess presumably maybe him as the heel? I don't know. I just kept waiting. I kept waiting for that to be what was about to happen. But I Yeah, I picked them to lose tonight for that reason. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, I saw Shane Wallet owner saying that Dante Martin is past Jungle Boy in the young flippy guy power rankings. I agree with that. We'll put him over Sammy Guevara at this point, too. Um I don't know. I there are moments with Jungle Boy where the, some of the matches are so good and so fun. He has a style all his own. But was it served? Was this match in service of Jungle Boy? I remember the Christian balcony dive. I remember the Young Buck super kicks to the outside. I think Jungle Boy would probably benefit more from either being a tag team with Luchasaurus or being in meaningful singles feuds and these all over the place plunder matches. We can't have Chuck Taylor on this show. We can have Jungle Boy in a plunder match. You, know, you you want to have a plunder match that's going to get me out of it. Let's put Chucky e. T on He's going to say, fellas, cut, cut this in half. Cut this in half. Awful waffle for the finish on all three of them. Then I like it. <laughs> Can we pull up? In the post show tonight, we should watch like an awful waffle. What? You don't even know what I'm going to say. We should watch a compilation of Chuck Taylor awful waffles. That's a move. Where's Chucky <laughs> Teasers? Miro is out the redeemer here to take on Brian Danielson. Look in his eyes, yells JR, right as uh, he closes his eyes for prayer and <laughs> continues to walk down the alley. Uh of course, commentary is still talking about the look in his eyes as they're like, this guy's got to open up eventually. Miro refuses. He is uh, walking with his eyes closed. I feel it. Look in his eyes. 
What do you see? He was uh, the cult of praying, if you know what I'm saying, Zips. I thought Miro versus Danielson, I uh, I thought they maybe had some weirdness in the beginning. Like, it was hard for Miro to look vicious with the new American Dragon, but I thought once this settled into a groove, I was loving this match. Yeah, I thought it once once it kicked into gear, it really clicked. The the way that they fit together as a... I thought they got to a striking stra- exchange near the end that, like, they were just letting Miro absolutely get be on top of asking for the kicks to the to the midsection. I thought that was great. Um, I thought it was a great Miro match. I, I think Gumby sort of <laughs> lines this up. One of Danielson's worst and one of Miro's best. Yeah, I, I can agree that. with that yeah. for sure. I loved that Miro's entire comeback at the end of the match was just that elbow into guard. Like, that one shot was enough. That's how a character like that should feel, that Brian can hit him a thousand times, but Miro's still in this. This brute is able to, if he can shove you down and hit you with one elbow, he's back in this match. I thought that was wonderful. It's funny, because we were praising Brian Danielson for having uh, the new finisher is there is no finisher, and the any sub is the sub. So when he had the triangle strapped on Miro and they were like, I think they said, that's how he finished Bobby Fish or whoever it was, the triangle. It's like, oh, well, I guess he's not going to do, it almost had the reverse effect because you know he's not going to repeat a finisher. But I, I really liked this match and I thought that once once Danielson was a bit more on the settling side of it and Miro was getting to look big and bad, uh, I was buying in, re- really into it. Yeah, I, th- I think the styles meshed together in the, in the way that I had hoped. I thought... Uh... I thought it delivered on, on some on some high expectations, which which goes to show how how much they've rehabbed that that Miro character and and uh, that he that that that's the matchup that get get us as hype as it did. I thought it was uh, definitely delivered for me. That's for sure. Loved the finish as well. Loved the loved the desperation DDT holding it on for the Coco. Uh, yeah, the mounted guillotine. I believe they called it. There you go. Um, was this match a little long for you? Not really compared to. Okay. Compared to some of the other stuff, I didn't. I didn't. It didn't drag for me in the way that some of the stuff in the middle of this show did. <sighs> Agreed. Especially this next match, I think thought could have used uh, shaved a couple of minutes. I thought maybe uh, maybe these guys deserved a place later on in the show. There was stuff I liked here, but I thought FDR versus the Lucha Bros was a shade worse than I thought it was going to be. Zoobs, uh, what did you think? Of uh, FTR versus the Brothers Lucha. Really wanted, to, I really wanted it to get to a place that I mean, this is of all the things I talked about earlier. I said I had a bunch of stuff in this show that I uh, was looking forward to, and pretty much all of it got to where I needed it to be. This one, yeah, just a just a just a fraction below of the match thing. I mean, the pardon me, the the mask thing. Um, I was just like, I was like ah, there's it's such a Hey, team built on intelligence and thinking and planning yeah. for it to be that dumb. It's just like, what in the world? Really sloppy, uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, Ashley Kutcher losing his mind at how critical everyone is of all the matches tonight. Ultimately, I had fun for huge sections of this. So, listen, I get the show a seven. Still. Yeah, what match were we critical of? I said, I said, Britain and uh, Ty, the tag match with Cody, and the, and I've said this one under delivered a bit. I well, love it. The six man, we didn't, we we weren't, we did certainly didn't gush over the six man. Yeah, well, I said I love the man, I love Kingston Eddie, Miro Danielson. 
clunky. Uh, the finish was so clunky that it ruined it. Said only hockey. Yeah, it was. It was a little. It was a little clunky. There was stuff I liked though. I love uh, Cash Wheeler standing on the outside, like selling to the referee every bit of Dax offense. So every time Dax connects, he's like, oh, ah, like making these moments seem really big. FTR remains probably still my favorite tag team in the company. I liked the four-way brawl to start it out. Pardon me. But yeah, I thought from the belt shot forward, it was just uh, a little busy. Uh, Ashley Kutcher says, everyone just called this Danielson's worst match. I think we mean in AEW, obviously, right? Yeah, sorry. I mean, like implied. recent, yeah, implied. recent AEW run. Um. Anyway, uh, that's a high standard. Yeah, absolutely. Suzuki, right. Omega, Owens, Nick Jackson. <laughs> um. Yeah. Listen, this is uh. Obviously, I'm a huge FTR guy, so it definitely had moments where I was where I was very invested. In it. I I think um, I think it's just I think it's just yeah. The the finish uh, it wasn't for me, and I I wish I wanted it. I wanted it more. Uh, some big reactions for Eddie Guerrero moments. Penta doing the shoulder shimmy. Uh, Phoenix hitting the frog splash. I accurately called that, predicted that on Twitter today. That well, we I mean, Phoenix... who didn't do the question should have been who isn't yeah. going to do the frog splash? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Phoenix did it first, I suppose. <laughs> uh, little did I know. Uh, of course, November 13th, the day Eddie Guerrero uh, did leave us. Nice to see him honored on this show by the performers, be it Chris Jericho in their match or anybody who'd ever heard the name Eddie Guerrero. Uh, but Pentagon and Phoenix felt like sort of the most appropriate people on the show to do it. I suppose Andrade did too. Andrade has the shoulder shimmy as a part of his moveset now as well. Um, the Phoenix frog splash looked amazing. So you got a favorite Eddie Guerrero moment? Oh man. I mean, listen, the whole lie cheat, lie cheat steal uh, era. Yeah. When he's a baby face who can cheat. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. No, he's allowed. You know that you know that match with JBL where he gets all bloody. I liked that one as a kid. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, man! Yeah. What a bloodletting that is. You know, something. This is painful to admit. I felt like I was really late to the Eddie train as a kid, and when I liked him was when he got on mammoth steroids. You know, title Eddie when he had the the <laughs> he was like as wide as he was tall. That I was like, this guy rocks. Uh, Love title Eddie. I would be remiss. Good example of the gas helping a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe not long term, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe that's insensitive. But I mean, in terms of look, he looked, he always had the charisma. And then once he had the size, it was like, what can't this guy do? And I have to say, uh, Halloween Havoc 1997 against Rey Mysterio is uh, on my short list of absolute go tos. Yeah. It's, uh, he's amazing. The, you couldn't say enough good things about Eddie Guerrero. Again, I regret that I was so late to the appreciating him party because in hindsight his promos hold up tremendously it's great what are you laughing at Zeus? <laughs> your comment <laughs> well, about the gas <laughs> yeah i mean as a wrestler obviously the oh uh, yeah, yeah now i'm framed like a bad guy full gear, it's full, i was saying he was a guy it's that, full that, gear it's full gear man that's a joke <laughs> that i didn't get until a week and a half ago <laughs> Oh, good heavens. I love the FTR, USA, and Mexico knee pads competing for the AEW World Heavyweight titles and holding the Triple A tag titles going into them. Uh, yeah, great stuff out of uh, the two of them here. I just thought that it was just a little bit overthought for what I wanted out of the match. Yeah. 
That's what you're saying. See, framing is important. Yeah, there was a there's a, a, a semantic war going on between the Astro Kutcher didn't want it framed as a worst match. It was still a great match, which I listen. It was a great it match. It was a great match. Miro against yeah, easy A for me. J Zero hates the radicals confirmed. Oh my good gravy. I'm in too deep, and I'm trying to keep up above <laughs> my head instead of going under zooms. You know what I'm saying? Good gravy. Um People should just always assume that I'm talking about within the framework of wrestling. I almost always am. Absolutely right. The show opened up tonight with MJF versus Darby. I loved this match, Zoobs. Well, I, uh, I saw you. some people. What? I'm staring at a, a merch match Hall of Famer coming up. I, I didn't notice this until now. I'm looking back at the clips. It, it, Wait, it's is a, it Jay Lethal shirt? No, but uh, there's a new... Maybe I'll save it. There's a new Sean Spears shirt, that's all I want to say. Maybe we could do that and the new Jay Lethal shirt, because I haven't seen the Sean Spears one. If somebody could link Zoobs, the Jay Lethal one, which I have seen and is horrible, maybe we can play a quick merch match later. Holy moly. Uh, just with those two. How does that sound, Zoobs? <laughs> yeah, you talk about the this MJF against Darby, I will find this Sean Spears shirt. Oh my goodness. When I anticipated MJF wrestling Darby Allen, I'll say I actually did sort of think of it in these terms. People forget that MJF is also a PWG baby and can shift into that style if he needs to. He can be spottier than you think, but has the, I'll say the, on average, he pulls people more towards a map-based <laughs> All Japan NWA style of wrestling. Yeah. But I loved the combination of these two guys, Darby Allen wrestling in his normal stunt way, aerials, and MJF wrestling in a way that was, like he was confident and almost too smart for the style, stepping out of the way of things, catching him, easily reversing his sort of scoffing at this guy flying around him. The crowd so into this, although maybe in a different way than Eddie Kingston and CM Punk, a little confused with dueling chants of Darby Allen, MJF. I thought cheering MJF here is maybe a weird one as he was, cheating at every corner. I thought so much to like here. Of course, the show opened with an apron pile driver who uh, can't, can't be without it. Uh, I love, I'm just going to list off the things I loved in this match. Darby selling on the outside for the 10 count and then just hopping in without shoulders under the rope, like barely surviving, hopping in. I mean, that's got to be something few people on the roster can do besides him. What did you think of Zoobs, what I'm going to call the ball when they went from... Uh, uh, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. You know what I'm talking about, dudes. The ball. Yeah, that rocked. I think. I think when you when you frame the match in a way that, that it was about, you know, they made a great point of like it's going to be. I'm going to out wrestle you, and and Darby was very clear. Like I can out wrestle you if I have to. I, I thought that was a nice piece of that. Of like you almost don't expect it um, from from mm -hmm. Darby in that spot, and that was sort of the entire point that MJF uh, was was banking on so yeah i loved it and i, and I love the headlock takeover for the win absolutely the side headlock takeover of course the story of this match darby getting out of some of them getting hit with some of them and then ultimately falling to one where mjf now zoops the correct and running puts his ring in his trunks and then headbutts darby into the trunks yeah punch with the anyway uh but the side headlock takeover ends up getting it done um, I just love this match. I thought it started out the night on an amazing note. The crowd on fire for it, me on fire for it. I couldn't say enough good things about MJF and Darby Allen. <laughs> absolutely, I absolutely agree. 
What are you hanging along about? What's uh, this guy? What's this guy that Zoom's laughing Ashley Kutcher pointing out that I said framing again. Doing it on purpose because you're going nuts about the, I, used, I intentionally said framing there because I knew. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. These guys. Uh, Zoom's the entrance uh, here. You have MJF. I thought sort of a bold move to let him be the first thing a pay-per-view seeing audience can do. But then Darby Allen's entrance. What is this guy's vehicle budget? I feel like he's just destroying <laughs> all sorts of vehicles. I thought this one was pretty cool. He drives up. He flips the car. He gets out all my wrist. Yeah, you weren't driving that car, Darby. I'm no fool. But uh, yeah, I liked the little video. And I, I, I liked everything about this match. Yeah, as I've always uh, sort of said that that cinematic universe like for lack of a better word that darby's able to sort of exist in really is a huge benefit to him and he he used that in a really effective way absolutely agree so in reverse order zoobs that was saturday night's aw full gear that's wild we had a lot of six and sevens in the chat we've reviewed it it's wild to me that we do we do we do dynamite every week right yeah yeah, two hour show takes us like a buck 35 to get through it we do a four hour pay-per-view uh hour 10 no problem difference in promos right and angles these are the conclusions of stories yeah. it's uh but i also know that the brainiacs in the chat are dying to get in here they want to be heard so i wanted to get through the review so that we can get to the calls but i do also want to ask the chat one more time on a scale of one to seven one being the worst seven being the best now that we've gone through it maybe you agreed maybe you disagreed what would you rate tonight's AEW Full Gear? Five and a half for me, Zoops. Five and a half. Five and a half. Nah. No, I think I liked Eddie and Punk too much. Yeah, I'll say six. Six. Three I- matches I absolutely adored on this. Yeah, that's a six. I think I came in at the beginning of this show and said I was seven all the way. I mm-hmm. think. I think now I feel... Still six and a half. We were we were a little harder than I expected. I mean, the middle of this show really did, uh, really did lose me a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't pretend that that uh, the Jurassic Express versus SuperClick is of the tier of Eddie and Punk or MJF Darby or Hangman and Kenny. It wasn't, but it served a spot on the card. Not everything can be the the blow away. So there you go. We have six, seven, uh, holding at seven. Ashley Kusher fighting for his life in the chat tonight. <laughs> More people. We're gonna have the uh, we're gonna have the Fluber call in. I think he seems fired. Yeah, up. We've been, yeah, he's shooting tonight, and he's a guy that we love to hear from. So Ashton, let's uh, get a call in from you tonight. Zooms, do we want to say goodbye to the nasty casties and open things up to the phone line? Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Wrestling Brain Podcast. Uh, you know, you missed a great night here in the chat. It's been absolutely wild. It's been uh, fire. But uh, if you want to, you can tweet us your uh, score out of seven and your performer of the night wrestling underscore brain on twitter thank you for listening to the podcast i hope you enjoyed that episode i personally thought it was uh, you know pretty good and if you agree with me there's a couple different ways you could support us here at wrestling brain first of which you're enjoying the podcast head on over to the itunes store give us a five-star review leave some kind words we would greatly appreciate that also wrestling fans no wrestling fans tell somebody you know about this podcast we greatly appreciate it if you want to go a step further You can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You get to the post show, you get our interviews, you get our calls, the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Love and energy.